Welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese, And I'm Dan. And uh, uh, we're back again. This is our second of season two. Yes, that's right. That is correct. On a roll too. <laughs> it's not bad. We're, we're going to do try and keep it that way. This is the third one that we've done in like two weeks, really, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Um, let's just jump straight into backtrack. Yes. And you forgot all about that, didn't you? I know I did, you did. <laughs> Too busy sipping on my um, Corona. Cheers, Jesus my Christ. friend. Chin, chin. Oh. <laughs> Backtrack. Backtrack. Very good. Um, uh, okay. What was the last one we did? Uh, the last one we did was Midsummer. That's right. Uh, yes. Has your mind changed? Have you thought of anything different this week? Um, nothing's changed, um, but yeah, look, I, I, I reckon it's a good movie. Eh? Still sit at like seven? Yeah, look, it's seven or eight. I reckon it's it's good. Um, after thinking about it the other day, mm. man, a lot of work's gone into that movie. It's, pre- it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah the yeah. production and script is like yeah. amazing. It's awesome. Uh, the movie we'll be going in today has probably <laughs> by far better production design, but yes. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd sit it around the same. Yep. I'd say uh, I I did my research when I when I did that episode. Yep. So you know, thinking about the film isn't hard. Where I sat it at last week, yeah, is pretty solid of where I'd be sitting it. Yeah. And I want to be able to do that every week <laughs> because <laughs> unless the movie's like something like what's it called? Fucking Venom. Here we go. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Venom or what is the other one? The one that um, Jake Gyllenhaal was in. Oh, with the- <laughs> not Nightcrawler. Um, <laughs> that shit one by the same guy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. but it was the was like garbage movie. Yeah, terrible. Um, okay, so this week, this week we're doing 1917 uh, by Sam Mendes. Yep. Cinematography by Roger Deakins and production design, which is what I prominently want to talk about by. Yep. Uh, Dennis Gasner, hmm. which he's done pretty much every Sam Mendes film and every Joel and Ethan Cohen film. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't only think the one that he didn't do was the Bust Ballad of Buster oh, Scruggs. That's actually interesting because they share well the same cinematographer sometimes. Oh yeah, Deacon, does Deacon yeah, do it with him? Yeah, really? Hmm. Huh. I didn't know that. When did he, Joel and Ethan Cohen use Deacon? Heaps times. For what? <laughs> oh my god let's not let's okay well you do that then yeah um uh a movie simply uh written by sam mendes uh a piece of science fiction based in fiction so it's not a true story um but it is based on uh messengers and yep. he actually got the film idea from his granddad wasn't it yeah his yeah. granddad who uh fought in 1917 in the First World War, and uh, I think he always told him stories about the messengers. If I'm if I'm correct, uh, by what I saw. Yep. Um. What? So what? What has he done? Uh, no country for old men. Oh, did you do Road for Perdition? Uh, no, that was um, oh, that Conrad was Hall. Sam Mendes. Conrad Hall uh, shot that. Oh, okay. And then Deacons has pretty much taken Conrad Hall's place. Yeah, he's passed. Um, what else? True Grit. Is that? Khan? True Grit. Yeah. Yep. Um, who else? I can't remember. There's a, there's okay, a so there. he, so oh, brother, did where true... are they? Really? Yep. Weird. Yeah. Okay. 
right. That's uh, I'm interesting. surprised. Yeah, he's a but beast. That, he, must, he must run around with Gassner a lot then, Dennis Gassner, the production designer. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of like... Same team. They want to work, to work together all the time. Yeah. It's great. Well, those two guys work well together because some of the fucking setups that I saw for... Yeah. 1917 the only person who could have done it is a production designer and a cinematographer in yeah. conjunction have there's no other way they could have done it but <laughs> um it's a, actually i've got this written down in capital letters yeah. it is a technical cinematic achievement it well it is and but it's more of a technical achievement because it's using pretty much everything you could use yeah man. like bar maybe the Irishman's fat ass rig. Oh, <laughs> that's the only thing it's not using. <laughs> but- Actually, um, what was it, what was funny about that? I was, I was talking to one of my mates. He was comparing it because he hasn't seen it, right? Yeah. So you got to go watch it. I said, "There's a lot of well." So it's basically it's a one shot film. Yeah. That's the whole idea of it, right? Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, so it's like The Revenant," and I'm like, "Not really," because no. it's two different movies, and I know there's a lot of one takes in, in the, the Revenant. Revenant. But I said, "This is a continuous take. It's Close different to setting." Bird man. Yeah, yeah, Closer, but, but, but set in a wartime. Yeah, um, any case. Oh, okay. I said, look, man, go watch it. Yeah, it's it. it really is like, uh, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people are comparing it because they're the, the only two war movies that really came out in the last couple of years. Maybe Bar Fury, which Dunkirk. Out of, yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Yeah. a lot of people comparing oh, it to Dunkirk. Fury's incredible. But I love Fury. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. David Ayer, as much as he fucking hits and misses, and I, I liked Bright. When I like Bright too, yeah. I didn't hate it. I don't think it's fantastic, nah, yeah. but it's it's pretty much the end of Watch yeah. with fairies. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> it's it's actually a fun movie to to sit through. Yeah, and it's it's definitely a good like sit down with your your buds. <laughs> yeah, and have a Corona. Yeah, that's <laughs> sponsor it, us yeah. Corona. Uh, <laughs> so it's definitely that type of film for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think that like there's a, a huge comparison thing here. And I think that's a, a large point of what I want to talk about. Like mm. to delve into 1917, the film is simple at heart. Yeah, it's simple. Point A, it's point B. Point A to point B. You got to make sure you get there, or else 1,600 people are going to die. They're going to yeah. go head first. The mm. first and second, I think, first, second, and third battalions that are there uh, is what they talk about. They're the ones that are going to go in and then yeah. into the trap. Know, into the trap. Yeah. Um, and then there's like some really like awesome moments to do with hierarchy there, mm. obviously because more um, with leadership. Yeah. So you know, there's one guy. Wasn't there one guy there that um, Mark Strong? Yeah. His character's like, mm. uh, when you tell him, uh, make sure yeah. that people are around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's gonna try and stop you. Yep. You know, so things like that are important, but. Well, they just want to get the job done. Basically, they're over it. Pretty see much. Men, see all the men dying, I suppose. Well, no, they're not even not like, they're not even in the shit oh. most of the time. They yeah. are, but they're not. Yeah. Like, they are. They're right there. There's bombs going off right on, on, on top of them. Yeah. But they're kind of not the person running into battle. No. And because of that, you know, mm. they've, they're constantly sending a lot of people to their death yeah. with very little uh, emotion anymore. Mm. Yeah. You start doing that enough, I'm sure you, yeah, you lose you just, yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the main character, Schofield, yep. you know, that is our main character. We don't even know he's our main character until like one yeah, third. I actually liked that little bit of a, a twist there. It was a good twist. Yeah. It was a good way for us to, to be like, uh, you know, the movie is working with 
the story that it it is. It's not about it's not about like making sure these two people stay together. Mm. It's a form of camaraderie to mm. begin with, but not really. Like there's there's a friendship that kind of starts to escalate. Yeah. And just as it hits a point where they're like, "Hey, man, we could really be you know pretty good friends." Yeah. You kill off the friendship straight away. Um, but both characters have this really uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say warped concept of of war and and fighting it's kind of like just differing yeah one one thinks metals is important the other one's like well man who cares it's a piece of metal well the reason why he thinks it's a piece of metal is because he wants to get back home yeah, to his right. family yeah you only find that out in literally the last shot uh, the so end. yeah um which she was gonna say before i forget yeah walking into this movie what did you have in your mind um Walking into it, well, I knew, you saw it late, right? I saw it late. I, I knew about it. I knew the concept, mm. like it is a point A to point B. Mm. Knew it was one shot. Um, so maybe I think the unfortunate thing is I was constantly looking at the cinematography instead of completely enjoying the film. I had a friend that didn't know anything about it, and as he watched it, uh, he came out of it going, "I felt like I was a third character." Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. Which I think is the point, mm. but since I, you know, I was constantly looking, yep. that maybe uh, uh, put a damper on the actual point mm. of yep. the film. But walking into it and and watching it, I was the what I what was I thinking walking in? Um, I hope it's good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I I had this like. Well, I'm I'm comparing as well because yeah. I've constantly constantly heard things about comparisons to Dunkirk and how mm. some people are like, man, I like this way better than Dunkirk. I like this better than this and that, or you know, something like that. Um, but I tried to sit back by the end of the film and look at all three movies very differently. You know, Fury's very different yep. to Dunkirk, who's that's very different to 1917, mm. and uh. I think they all have attributes that are better than one another. Yeah. You know, I think Dunkirk's structure is uh, almost like a masterclass in screenwriting. Mm. I think that uh, the, the, the moments of tension in Dunkirk, uh, either a comparison or rivaling 1917 in yeah. moments mm-hmm. you know like uh for example dunkirk there's that moment where there's all the bombs dropping at the, on the beach to yeah. begin with and he's got his head down in the sand mm. and he, all the bombs are coming closer and closer and closer i, fucking, I swear to god i left claw marks in the cinema <laughs> so like, <laughs> but do you think that's due to the soundtrack that is one thing that, that's that's very yeah very important to mm. it i think the soundtrack in 1917 i didn't even think about it no i didn't even notice it mm. dunkirk i noticed it yeah oh because it's fucking loud who did the mix but the people walked out of headaches yeah well I, I think the gunshots in um the start of dunkirk are similar to the gunshots crack in crack. 1917 which i found them really good 1917's gunshot sounds oh i can't remember now eh? Every time, because they're so, like, so, mm. there's not many. Yep. There's not many shots in the film no. if you listen to it. Mm. It's a lot of bombs and things like that, yep. but hardly any gunshots. Mm. And when you hear the gunshots, 
they're good, man. Actually, they're the like first solid. one hit when they he went to cross that bridge, bridge. broken bridge. It hits the water, goes and it goes. Yeah. You hear it in the water, like yeah, yeah. Just pop the water, and then you hear a couple of tings on the yeah. and, and flashes on yeah. the um the bridge. Yeah, but like whenever there is like a strong gunshot hitting a wall, especially when he's running away, like that scene at night with all like the flares. Oh, we got to talk. That's a yeah. We'll, we'll go into that, but I want to do that with trivia first. Yeah. Because the true and that's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> but that like the the sound design on that was really good. The music in 1917 is almost like uh, whatever. Yeah, the, and then the first, oh, you know, when they they go out of their trench, yeah, and they cross into the the German trench where no one's there. Yeah, that's pretty much where I noticed the music because it sort of went high, 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 and then boom, nothing. There was nothing there, hmm. and that's all. That's the only time I noticed the music. Yeah, I 100% oh, noticed. At the end. Yeah, the flare yeah. moment is yeah. like it soars. Mm-hmm. Like it goes into like the strings. Everything comes out to play in that scene. It's because oh. they're magnum opus moment. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, fuck, it's like let's so make you all feel like you're like, whoa, yeah. for like, you know, 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the music wasn't, the music wasn't amazing. No, I think I noticed the music the first time when they were crossing the the big yeah. hole, the mm. big water mm. river, like where the camera goes over it, and yep. and you're like, how the fuck they do that? And then you think oh, about so it, good. and you, yeah. you you think about it for a moment, and you're like, oh, I know how they did that. Yeah. But it takes a moment over, like, wow. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you think about it, you're like, wow. The movie is predominantly a cinematographer's wet dream. Yeah. Like it's oh. like, <laughs> oh man, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But with regards to the cast. What did you think on the acting? I thought it was great. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, know, it's, I think Blake was good. He just looked like a little immature kid. Played it well. So, you, um, you liked Blake? Yeah, I didn't mind him. It's, I think he was just a naive guy. He was always happy and, you know, positive. Mm. Where Schofield, he was more like a down-to-earth. I've seen some shit. Yeah, I've seen some crazy shit, man. I just want to go home. Yeah. He knows what wars are like, you know what I mean? That's why he, well, he didn't care about his medals. He, just wanted, he, he didn't even want to show much about his... Um, or or He basically had a poker face all the way through the movie. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to, you know, tell anyone about his family or anything. He just kept it to himself. Yeah. And then at the end, you know... Well, he, he's seen enough and then by the end of the well, film... Well, when he saw the French girl at, at the night scene, yeah, that's, I think, when he goes, fuck. Well, I think yeah, the, the movie is... Import obviously it's his story. Mm. We we kind of like we yeah. we establish that about a third the way through. Yeah, and when we do establish that by the end of the film, this is a man who's gone to war, come back home, mm. and then felt out of place in society and gone back again. Yep. All right. He can't he can't understand why he's gone back again. He feels like I don't know. Maybe they didn't really talk about it. Maybe it's routine. Maybe it's. It's similar to a lot of soldiers. They don't even know why they want to go back yep. into, you know, dangerous locations. It might be like the exhilaration of doing it. Uh, yeah. But as the story progresses, it starts off with, with a guy that's like, it, Blake really doesn't do much of a, a, a job on changing who he is bar making him understand that the work that they're doing in that moment, that specific moment is important. Mm. So it's like, hey, my brother is in this. Yep. I've got family that needs to be helped. Can you help me? I need it. Need to get there. Mm. And then there's also the consideration of you know 
1,599 other people. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but then you get this kind of concept where, uh, you know, he gets to uh, the girl and thinks about it and he's like, I've left my family, my daughter and my wife mm. at home. It, it, where is my place with importance at the moment? Is my importance with what we're doing here? Am I fighting for what we're doing here? And then you get to that end moment where he's in the bunker with Benedict Cumberbatch's character. Yep. And you see that there's, bar the fact that what he did in that moment was important, what he's doing is irrelevant. Mm. Like it, it, he says, he goes, if it's not going to be today, it's going to be tomorrow that they're going to send us back out. Yep. Yeah. And the irrelevance maybe hits him so hard that he, he's like, it's that, it's that changing moment of like, why am I here? My importance is with my family now. Mm. You know, the, the, we, I've seen what happens to the victims of this place. Am I doing this because of the victims of this place? Mm. Look at the young girl and the young French girl and the child. Yep. Is it because of that? And then he, he's, the whole reason why he's doing it is because he can be back with his family again. Yeah. You know, so as, as a film, it does carry that structure of like mm. a, a man figuring out why he yeah. is back in war. It's about life. It's about life as yeah. well as like well the, the confusion. Whole, <laughs> the whole representation of life is well. It starts off as they're sitting in front of a tree. This is how I see it, mm. right? Life and it ends in a tree. Mm. It's the same. Like looks like exactly the same tree. Pretty much. Like he, yeah, it's fucking weird. It's because, but it feels like they've started. They've just begun again. Even when um, when they got into the German side, when mm. you see those massive freaking shells. Yeah. Oh, how big they were they? The size of humans, bro. Yeah. It was and like uh, they were shrunken. But um, like, you know. Like, even the rats. I'm like, yeah, okay, their rats are even crazy. bigger than us. But um, if you look at that scene again, <laughs> yeah, up on the ridge, you see another tree. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's a lot of like, well, there's also the tree when they're at the, um, the uh, what's it called? The the farmhouse yeah. in the, on the top of the hill. And there's the... Mm. No, just a little purifier thing. Okay, it's freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're trying to poison me, Dan? <laughs> Brainwashing you with 5G. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, that's what I think it's all about. You know, it's it's the whole so cycle. life? Yeah, that's what I think. It's, it's, about, it's just about life. It's like you said. Okay. It's his, I think it's just the meaning of life. It's the struggles and as a human, you know, what, do you, what you do to, to, go, to overcome your obstacles. It, it's funny though, like uh, Blake is the one that I found uh, for for the start of it. I was like, yes, okay, sure, he's courageous. Mm. He's kind of dumb because he's just running out there. He's got reason to, yeah. his brother's there. Yeah. But um, I always found that uh, Schofield was always more courageous. Yeah. Just a lot more, uh, uh, what is it called? When you, you look at something and you're like, I don't know about that. Just got to think about it for a moment. A little bit more like sit back, think about it, and yeah, I know you, you know, there's yeah. a word for it. I yeah. can't find it. Yeah. Um. So he's never he's never like no, let's not do it. But he was always like before we do it, let's let's think about this. Mm. And you know, Blake is a kid and he's young. He's trying to yeah just get to his brother's what he cares about mm. and makes a lot of mistakes before he even mm. you know dies. Uh. His story is pretty like it's only it feels like a primer, yeah, for like what Schofield's going to go mm. through. Because once once he leaves, 
that film picks the fuck up. <laughs> like, how, like, how it goes full ball. <laughs> when, they, when they went to save that German guy in the plane, mm. that was a pretty hectic scene. It reminded me of Saving Private Ryan, you know, when we're up in the staircase. Oh, yeah. And yeah. having a fight. Yeah. That reminded me of that. But what, what got me in that scene was it's that death is so common in, in wars, mm. right? Well, back then, right? They just everyone was cannon fodder. Is when Blake died, the other the other platoon or whatever came in, mm. and he had like what ten seconds to say goodbye to Blake. Mm. Like there was no time for mourning. It was just boom out, continue mission, man. Yeah, where the fuck was that platoon? Like thirty seconds before. Yeah. come on. <laughs> I'm like, like <laughs> actually, I was chatting about this to someone else. It's like they're all taking pisses around the place, and oh, he's dying in the corner. I mean. No, nah, it's like that two hours. Yeah, it's like an accelerated time in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's pushed into speed. Like, yeah. Well, not like it's like there's moments where it's normal, mm. but things happening in the background are faster. Yeah, and then it's pretty smart. I think it's intelligent. Yeah, and it works because it quest- makes you question little things like that. Yeah. For example, when he goes to cross the bridge later on, mm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, just across that bridge, there's like a fuckload of soldiers just chilling in a car but they can't get across the bridge yeah they're hearing gunfire and they ain't shooting back for some yeah, reason yeah i thought, I thought ah, that too. <laughs> what the fuck is that about yeah. help a homie out <laughs> all right just come on so like there was definitely that moment where i'm like yeah come on can you help this person out that was any time i could floor it but as uh, yeah. well as them That's taking a piss around a building oh, while someone's yeah, dying yeah. all the time <laughs> There's like, <laughs> there accelerated like, time, my friend. Accelerated time. Dude, there was time. like ten dudes there pissing. There wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't one guy taking a leak. Yeah. It was a full platoon <laughs> with a full bladder. But yeah, actually, and I like how they introduced the plane earlier on. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, There's yeah, a dog it's like because you didn't think you go. Oh yeah, you're not going to see that again. Mm. But then it's like, no, it's come back. <laughs> yeah. Another thing they did though, I look. I get Sam Mendes' like grandfather fought in 1917. Germans are obviously the enemy. They really made Germans the enemy. Like, really made them the enemy. There was zero sympathy between people in there. Nah, like, nah. the Americans are looked at as like, or the Brit is it British? They're, They're probably British. British. The British are looked at like, they're goddamn saints in it. Yeah. Because every time one of them nearly hurts someone else, they're like, let's help them. But yeah. every like, or even the guy in like the the at night later on, like where there's like the campfire, yeah. he holds his mouth and goes, "Shh, don't say nothing," and still he yells out, yeah. and you're like, "Dude, you look like a dick again." Like the Germans look like dicks again, <laughs> and you're like, "Just give him one break. Like give him one break where there's a little bit of sympathy between both sides, and show that one side like." Obviously, both people don't want to die. Yeah. You know, you don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah. You know, so like one of them has to like give in sometimes. That's what Saving Private and Saving Private Ryan gets right. Yeah. Yeah, it does. When the guy digging. <laughs> yeah. That was good, that. Um, yeah. Let's lead up into this. Uh, In the cinematography. Night, the night, oh, the night scene. That's- okay. Well, let's do the trivia first then. Okay. Can, yeah. can you do the trivia? Drop the trivia. Can you? I always get you to do it. You do it. <laughs> Just Go. press the button. Oh, thank you. <laughs> factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some trap noise. All right. So, uh, some of the trivia. I think you got most of it. Well, you got some things. Oh, for the, us. the main one I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> unless you want to start. Okay, I'll start off. 
um, the trenches that they built yep. was over a mile long worth of trenches. Yeah, which they all had to be timed out. Yeah, they all had to be timed out. So, because the, as they were talking and moving, they had to make sure that within moving uh, within the trenches, they would have the right amount of like conversation so that the trench wouldn't end. Yeah. What a mess, man. Yeah. The amount of rehearsal you would have had to have done is over the moon. Um, the extras, man. Th- that scene at the end where the battalion starts running in, thousands of extras, thousands. They're all running. Did you see the field? Yeah. Did you know that when he ran into that guy, that was by accident and I left that in? Why not? Yeah, that's real. It looks good. Yeah. Get more shit like that's- that. Great acting. I think he runs into two or three people, actually. But yeah. let it happen. Yeah, that guy just got KO'd. <laughs> yeah, he was like, <laughs> I like how he, he drops <laughs> yeah. and then... He rolls. He stays there, though. <laughs> One guy stays there. Oh, he was unconscious. And you're like, Conor okay. McGregor knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the fight? 40 seconds, yeah, man. <laughs> 40 seconds. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> um, uh, that's it. So, there was thousands of extras. Um, yeah. And the, the building at the end. Well, actually, those extras helped. With the camera. They came. Didn't you see that? No. What do you mean? So, the, what happened was they, the ones that ran out of frame came yeah. in to get the camera to rig it up to the next thing. What? But they were all dressed up in, you know, their They must gear. have been, they must have been um, the actual guys though. Like, they wouldn't have been extras. They would have been. No, yeah. They got paid double rate. So, they got, they got paid to be extras and they got paid to be grips. Wow. Yeah. Deacons were saying. Um, Crazy, but yeah, they planned that for months. Jesus, yeah, because that that shot, it looks more. It reminds me of Chariots of Fire. Yeah, it seems running on the beach. Yeah, it's like a, it's like one of those, it's like one of those memorable. Uh, it's like Indiana Jones when he's running away from the big big boulder thing. Yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's gonna a, be it's one of those shots. Memorable cinematic moment. Yeah, yeah, and but it's more memorable with the fucking uh, the helicopter above it looking down. Oh, in my opinion, so the amount of people, oh. I, like, I there's a moment I paused the video that it was on that I was yeah. watching. Yeah, and I tried to like box out how many people were in like a, like a cube. Yeah, like just like a random like two by two centimeter cube. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, there's at least a hundred people in the cube, and then you times that cube by like. 15, 20. Yeah. So you're like, there's at least a couple thousand fucking extras in this yeah. scene. And that was like a, a single take each time. Yeah. Crazy, crazy amount of like uh, work having to be done for something like that. Mm. Um, and you thought like, we thought like the scene that is like, the, mo- the most beautiful scene in the film is definitely the, uh, yeah. the flare scene. Yeah. Um, but that scene there would have taken the most time for them. Yeah, for that sure. one, those flares, well, the lights on wires. Because I can assure you, I've worked with extras before, Dan. Yeah. Extras suck. Like, suck big dick. <laughs> like, they're, the, they're extremely important in the film. Yeah. And they're underappreciated. Mm. But they suck. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, because you're constantly having to, as, a, as like a, a production assistant or even an uh, uh, assistant director, like mm. a third AD, you're constantly needing to help them with anything. So it's like if you have 15 people, if one of them has to go to the bathroom, you've got to show them where the bathroom is. If one of them wants to drink a water, you've got to get a drink of water. If one of them's hungry, you've got to get food. Yeah. And fucking try having 2,000 of them there. Yeah. You know, like they would have had to have 15 third ADs or 20 third ADs yeah, or something. Yeah. 
So the thought of that is like, it sounds like absolute hell. <laughs> so, oh, and, it's, and, then the, and then the location that they're in, they're out in the middle of fuck nowhere. Like <laughs> the location is like hell as well. So uh, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard anything bad about the production either. No. Well, uh, it probably like the Revenant. Man, they had hair to come out of trouble. Don't do snow. Yeah. <laughs> don't do snow. <laughs> well, it looks like this was very controlled, you know, in the sense yeah. like they found a field probably not too far away from mm. like, you know, let's say it was 10Ks out from civilization. Yeah. At least it's not like in bumfuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's true. Where's that? Where's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so, so, yeah, as, as long as it's not out in like middle nowhere. Um, uh, the flare scene, though. Yep. Did you see the little model they did on that? So yeah. So could see where the, where the, the little, shadows like, were going to be? Like, it was like a little... And then they had like wires over the top, yeah. like hanging over the top, like yeah. an archway. Just on that, right? Yeah. If I shot that, look, I'm not saying I'm great or anything, but... Well, I'm not saying great at all, but... Mm. How the hell do you shoot that with perfect contrast and not losing sight of the character? Roger Deakins done it. Yeah, that's, that's that is a freak, man. That was freak. <laughs> it is like how good. How look look anything at that level is incredible. But, but to see that, it's just basically you got pure light and pure darkness, and you did not lose sight of what's happening on screen. There's perfect contrast. You you watch him, right? He's either backlit really well or whatever. Well, it's not really a Deacon Singh. Deacon Singh is like, he's silhouetted well all the time, mm. right? And it's always perfect. Yeah. Running and then they had they picked up the camera, they were running with it, then they chucked it on a motorbike and, oh man, it's incredible. Yeah, the amount of like, uh, the amount of techniques used in yeah. one scene. How do you think of that? And then did you see how they even dropped the camera out? Yeah. Out the thing? They yeah. open a hatchway in the window. Yeah. There's a staircase. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. That man. goes down. Yeah. And then they hook it to the fucking crane. Yeah. Ah, who does that? Who thinks of that yeah. shit? It's nuts. Mm. There had to have been... It couldn't have only been Deacons. It had to be Deacons and like some fucking on point like... Uh, uh, what's it called? Like robotics guy or engineer or something. Oh, man. Was, because you cannot yeah. like... It takes a lot of work for something like that. Yeah. That is that is one guy going, maybe Deacons was like, no, nah, I want to light it all with flares. Yeah. Well, but then there has to be someone there going, uh, this is how we're going to light it with flares. Yeah, that, that you know, that church. Did you hear about that one? That wasn't the on ch- fire. Yeah, it was just a building with lights. Yeah. That was going to be another one of my trivia. Yeah, it was, yeah, 2,001K tungsten lights. So it was, yeah, so basically two megawatt lights. But that's what he does with um all the the fire things in every other movie. Yeah. Jarhead, but this, this is the biggest one he's used. Yeah. Well, Jarhead, all the... um. Oh, did you the, hear about that? They thought it was real. And yeah. the cinematographer goes, oh, which... which Where does it shoot? shoot that? He goes, oh, shot in the soundstage. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I thought they shot that in the yeah. desert. Yeah. I never knew that until he said that on that interview. That's crazy. But and when it, you look at it, because it's so bright and you're, you know, yeah. you're controlling the aperture of the camera, everything's just black. So you don't know what the background is. It's just it's smart, yeah. man. And he and he did the same for although they, I think they were on field for that for Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall is just those lights as well for that that mm. lush. He does so well. Give that man a night scene and a fucking flame, and all of a sudden you got yourself like a masterpiece. But you can look at lights and any sort of silhouette or or moodly lit shot. It makes the like Game of Thrones is shot really well for that stuff. 
But then look at Blade Runner 2049. Oh, my God. Blade Runner 2049 is so far his best looking film. That's so good. But there's so many colors in yeah. Blade Runner 2049. He's got to, he could play with a palette yeah. there. Mm. When it comes to this type of film, he doesn't really have a palette. The, no. You know, a lot of the things that they were saying was uh, they're constantly under pressure with the weather. They had to shoot completely mm. in cloud. Yeah. Um, things like that, uh, like you, you're under a pump. Mm. and you, Ima- Imagine the con- continuity person. Uh, you, uh, thank God those people... I've, I've I've met continuity people. They're fantastic. Yeah, but they have such a difficult job because let's face it, Dan. I can only measure my focus, like my my focus on something, in nanoseconds. Yeah. I, like once you once I start looking at something, I'm like, don't know. Well, look at the other way. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. these guys look at everything, and they're so good at it. They're so used to it. Mm. They they hardly miss anything. They very rarely do they miss anything. Mm. The, it would have been a hell of a thing, but I've watched how continuity people work. Yeah. They're amazing. Mm. Um, and a lot of the time they also do the time coding and stuff like that. But yeah. probably this movie, oh, enough man. money to get someone else. No. <laughs> <laughs> if they can drop enough money to build over a mile of fucking trenches. Thanks to Spielberg for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah man. It's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing's... Oh, just that scene alone, man. Well, the, even, the, when, oh, even when they, you know, he runs out from that town, mm. jumps into the water. Obviously, that was, you can see that was digitally done. There was three cuts there, four yeah. cuts. Yeah. But if you look, the way they used the drone in that river, because I looked it up, they used the drone, right? Mm. How, I was like, going, how the hell they get it so well through that river? And it's a fucking drone. Man, that's, to whoever was operating that, like, come on, man, that was just yeah. so good. But they, in a situation like that, you get like, who's the best in the world? Oh, Sam Mendes, so good. That Roger Deakins, it, it, Roger Deakins can hit up any mm. any person with a camera, yeah. and you'll be like, well, number one, you'll question your abilities, yeah. no matter who you it's are. Like, you're like, am uh, I good enough? Yeah. And then number two is, of course, I'm going to take the fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm man. not an idiot. Oh, so how good if was I, even if I fuck up, I'm working under Roger yeah. Deakins, and I'll learn something. Yeah. Um, Dinner was a, a a good moment for me as well in the movies. Um, after that river scene, right? Yeah. He comes out and he hears that person singing. Mm. That was so surreal, man. And the way he came down, like he walked up the embankment or whatever, saw all these soldiers and he's going, oh, man, I'm fucked. Mm. Sits down. You can just see he's just fully just hammered. But the camera just slowly goes around everyone. So you're setting the scene, yeah. right, without a cut. But he, they just go all the way around. They're so smart, man. And then it comes back through the crowd, and crowd, everyone is just hammered. But him. meanwhile, you got that guy's voice is just mesmerizing, man. Oh, it's just so good. Eh? There, there was also a moment there where I was like, I was kind of looking for Blake in the crowd, like Blake's brother. Oh, I'm like, yeah. He said that it looks like him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking through the crowd. I'm like, is it connected? Is he there? Is there one guy that looks yeah. like him? Yeah. And then it gets to him again. I'm like, okay, not yet. Because yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that time I looked at my watch and going, oh man, it's only two hours. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's getting close. Yeah, it's crazy. It did not. It feels like an hour twenty film. Yeah, like it does not feel like a two hour yeah. film at all. Um, but yeah, um, I want to just backtrack to that uh, uh, that flare scene. So when those flares go off, this is one thing that my friend was like. He was like, he walked out of the cinema. He's like, how the fuck did they do that scene? And I said, they would have been real flares. Like the way that that looked, that you can't replicate that. 
What? What does it say? Uh, so it says the flares flying over the ruined town were flown along wires in yeah. order to control the direction of the shadows they cast. They were also chemically formulated to burn with a warmer color that was closer to tungsten light. Yeah. So that's that's what I was... Because, yeah, they had a set path. So it had to be controlled. I didn't yeah. know the tungsten light thing. That's really interesting as well. Yeah. But, yeah, the set path is what I was going to say. Because there was even a moment where I was like, how you fucking shoot a flare up and be like, ah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, and especially See like... how smart it is, but... Yeah. The, the intelligence to be like, we have to run it along a wire yeah. because it's going to have to burn for a specific amount of time. It's all time, yeah. It, yeah, it's all timing. Everything's timing yeah. for it. Yeah. You, one guy, if one guy is too slow or too fast... Yeah, start again. You've... It's... Thousands and thousands of dollars worth of yeah. of not only time, like people's money yeah. for, for the crew there, mm. but also like flares, uh, the, the staging, like yeah. making sure everyone's rigged up to make sure they're not fucking going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All that shit mm. is like Tactic. thousands and thousands of dollars for one fuck up. Mm. You've got to be good. <laughs> so uh, the, the flare thing blew my mind because I didn't know that they were shot. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the cool things with the cinematography, and I know you could even t- say this, is the amount of times that they uh, hooked things onto cranes, took it off the cranes. Oh. The amount of techniques used in each shot mm. were unfathomable. Yeah. Like you were saying something about like a, a, a bike. Yeah. That when they were running through the town, mm. apparently the camera was on a bike for one of the shots. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think if I remember, there's even like a point where like they're on the bike and they come off the bike, they go into like the, into the flap, like into like the French woman's place. Yeah. Like the amount of... Yeah, man. I wonder how many cuts there actually is in the film. I'd like to know the specific amount of cuts. Yeah. You can at the beginning, I was counting them. Yeah. Because, you know, walking into black and then coming back out, things like that, simple. Yeah, you knew that yeah. once the and from the tree to the past. Yeah, yeah, or even uh, like the most. I think the most bar bar the like you know, yeah. getting hit in the head and the water scene. Yeah, I think the most prominent one was coming out of the big hole in the ground. Yeah, and then moving across like yeah. the hmm. the mud. Yeah. Or, and rock. I was like, ah, oh, that's definitely a cut. Like you just see it through the movement. Yeah, they'd cut around the rock and then mm. pulled out. Yeah. But but yeah, yeah, it's the man. Incredible. Oh, we didn't talk about the rat scene. <laughs> Did you not see it? I saw the rat Everybody and I'm like, was... once I said tripwire, I'm like, that fucking rat straight away in my yeah, head. I thought it's it. Like, boom. But you know, when um, when Schofield was lying down in the rubble, mm-hmm. man, I was thinking, okay, you can see the makeup and all that, right? Would have to do an like, amazing job. But I completely forgot about that. I was thinking, there's so much dust in the air, man. How the hell? And so that, and he, fine. And he acted it so well. It's like, he, man, even when they're running across, he goes, jump, jump, and he's blind. And he's going, I can't see. Oh, man, that was tense. Being in that moment, yeah. Because the, the dust, when explosion in a location like that, the dust yeah. is so, it's like cement dust. Mm. So fine. See, this is the thing. When I saw that, everyone goes, oh, what do you rate it? What do you rate it? I said, I can't rate it. Like, well, especially that. I think like a movie can be rated. Yeah, but like what, that scene, but, like I was, I was tense, but I was still too busy caught up in like how the hell did they do that? Yeah, which sucks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it it definitely is. Uh, uh, 
Well, you're constantly in these scenes that are, have a lot going on or are eventful. So, I mean, if we were rating the movie scene by scene, that would be difficult. Mm. But as, as a whole, like, it, it is a very, it's a very simple film, honestly, mm-hmm. with a very technical way of shooting it. Yeah. And a, a vast production design, like mm. the, this fucking, this Dennis Gasner guy. I, I know he's done some big set pieces. Mm. He did the Bond movies. He did, you know, uh, the Col- Joel, Joel and Ethan Cohen films. Yep. But. I don't think he's ever messed with having to dig a fucking trench that big, <laughs> like, you know, or have like sets the size like that or yeah. have the technical things happen around the sets. Mm. Um, uh, it, it's definitely like it, 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 would, it would drive art department and production design mental. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think that when it comes to the film, I, I'm less impressed by the story. And I mean, this is weird because I like simple stories. Yeah, I really like simple stories. Mad and I've Max. been enjoying what? Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. but I in, I've been enjoying simple stories more than I've been enjoying mm. uh, complicated stories. Yeah. Complicated stories can get well, obviously complicated. Yeah, <laughs> it can get it can become a mess. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, and that causes issues. Uh, but I think that although this was a simple story, it, it was intriguing. It was tense. I even think that there were moments in it that there could have been fat cut. But how do you do that when you're supposed to be real time? You oh, know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, and plus, if you cut any more out of it, it's like... You, well, you lose... There's not, well, there's not much character development in it, but yeah, yeah it's, you're just going to lose a bit more, I think. You, you lose the feeling of what's... Well, you lose the, the sense of like you're the third character. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I lacked going in because mm. I already had a knowledge on the film. Yeah. So I was jaded... Not jaded about the film. I think the film is fantastic, mm. but I was jaded with what I was going to watch because yeah. I already knew about what I was going to watch. Mm. So walking into it, I was less involved as the third character yeah. than what my friends were. I know my friends mm. walked out of it now. Like I really like that more than Dunkirk. I really like that more than Fury. You know, yeah, they liked it more than those movies. Do you th- do you think um, this is going to pave the way? I suppose it's a bad comparison. If you look at the Doom movie, right? Mm. Can you imagine if they had a bigger budget, better story, and shot like 1917, it would be better? If it was shot like 1917. I've seen them do like, for example, there's that Hardcore Henry film. Yeah, um, I haven't watched that. Is that that's one take Yeah, well. it's not good. Mm. It's not good. It's eventful yet mm. again. Like it's got some cool set pieces, but yep. it gets very boring very quickly. Mm. Doom would be cool if it wasn't a first person, if it was like you f- third person, but a one take. That yeah. would work. It would work really well. Yeah, be, that's what I'm saying, yeah. There would be a yeah. lot of CGI portions of the one take, I think. Yeah. Like you'd It'd have to, if once the Doom character jumps off some something or mm. you move down like a gully or something, like, and it's, he's like fucking pumping shotgun shells into things, mm. you'd have to be like doing some really cool shit. Yeah. Uh, but I, it could pave the way for it. I think it's going to be more of a technique used for purpose. It was mm. used for purpose in this film. It'd be cool to get someone like Edgar Wright to to use that. Act. He's got his style. He'll never touch that type of thing. I but think. imagine if he did. Yeah, it could work. 
he could pull it off. But he's so he's so into editing. Mm. Like he likes cutting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Oh yeah. You but, give him like a film without a cut and you're like, is this Edgar Wright anymore? <laughs> but you question like if is this actually him? You know, like he's like pew, 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 with these yeah. cuts. He's just one, two, three. So like four. Guy Richie, yeah. I gotta um, watch that movie, man. I wanna watch that fucking movie, The Gentleman. Yeah, it's getting good reviews. Is it? I had mixed reviews on that, man. Mm, We'll have to do do one on that. Um, All right. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, I've got... uh, Do you have anything else to to say, to talk about? Um, Not much. I've pretty much talked about everything I wanted to chat about. Um, Oh, Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Yeah, the brother. Yeah. He only had a short piece I read down and he was bloody brilliant. Yeah, well, how else do you deal with your brother dying? But look, just from knowing him for that short time. Is Richard Madden the guy? Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, He's yeah. the one who gets gets a, the red wedding man. Yeah, punished. gets his head on a, yeah. a Um But yeah, that was the only other one I wanted to chat about because, man, that was... He was good in it. Yeah. For the moment that he's in it, uh, I, I mean, like, you could see that guy, he's standing tall for his team and then finds out everybody's brother and he has to hold it in until you can see that he's a guy that is going to be like walking back to an area and bawling yeah. you know like who wouldn't but actually the person i was going to say i like the most in it was um andrew scott lieutenant leslie at the start that's like sitting there and he's like he's he's on the bed and they're like uh, uh, lieutenant leslie like we need to get over the over um oh yeah land. yeah and he's oh like, he was over it eh? he's like just go up i don't care lost yeah. a couple of guys yesterday yeah. and he's like can you not lose this <laughs> i don't want to lose it to the hun so how, or something yeah, like but, that yeah but how weird is it they're just that used to death it's just just like man yeah you're probably gonna die here you go fuck off now yeah and then another thing is like when they fired the flare they're firing it towards the the trench and i'm like imagine if you were just in the trench and a fucking flare hit you. And that's how you die. In a <laughs> it's like, oh. Death by flare. Yeah. Are they like, what the hell? Oh, was, that, that probably would have happened. All um, right. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm good. To wrap it up. Okay, yep. so I don't know, what do you rate it? Well. Do you uh, have a rating finally for me? You don't. I, you didn't look, have one before. I think I think I do, but look, it's probably going to change. Like, I mean, look, every war film... I always it always comes back to saving Private Ryan. I don't know if it's because I was younger and I wanted to go in the army and that changed my bloody mind. That opening war scene, D Day, man. Yeah, but do you ever remember much past the opening war scene? Yeah, or the sniper scene. There's the scene where they're, um, yeah, battling the German guy in the staircase thing, whatever mm-hmm. it was. In um, the ending, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of fluff in that movie. There is a lot of fluff. Um, again, two different movies. But yeah, look, uh, look, I'll probably give it an eight, eight and a half. That's decent. Yeah, it's look, it's an it's an amazing movie. It's one of the best, one of the better war films that are out there. I think. Yeah, I think um, that you know it's although it's not like they made it as realistic as they could. Yeah. For a story that mm. isn't true. Um, yeah, because I, look, I went into it thinking no, there might be a bit more action, but there isn't. Yeah, um, I don't know if that sort of played with my. But look, look, anything for anything over a seven's amazing, man. Yeah, I think that like I would have to give it higher than a seven. 
Yeah. I'd have to give it probably... I'd probably give it similar. I'd probably give it an eight. Mm. I'd give it an eight only because, uh, I mean, look, we look back at Midsommar and although a completely different film... Yeah. I'd rate it better than Midsommar. Yeah, yeah. It's and a, just, yeah, eight and a half, well, nine, it's because it's like more that. enjoyable to watch. Mm. It's not as long. It's, mm. I mean, a lot of factors. Yeah. Um, See, if you if you would have taken the whole one shot planning out of it, mm. I don't think it'd be that good. No, it wouldn't work. No. It, but that's the that's this is the thing though. The film comes down to its technicals. Yeah. It doesn't come down to the story. But should a film do that? It's like, questionable. That's why. Yeah. That's why I. That's why I think about it. Because yeah. if you look at that's the Revenant, I, right? Yeah. They've got a lot of one takes in there. Yeah, but that's a story. You feel like it's a story still. Yeah. You feel actually. You feel like. That's why I hate saying it. this yeah. word. I know people don't like it, but there's moments in in the Revenant where you feels like an epic. Man, I'm telling you that Revenant to me, it's one of my top. It's yeah, it's in my top ten for sure, hundred percent. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. That's the only movie I've watched other than Shawshank about ten times. I've seen Shawshank in like twelve years. Oh man, I should rewatch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. The fucking scene with uh, the old guy. He gets out. Oh yeah, man. That's that montage. That's shit, bro. I reckon. Uh, I reckon. Um, Pixar noted that <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'd give it an eight, and mm. I think it. You know, I want to finish up talking about the Revenant with going back to Fury and Dunkirk for a moment, mm. because I, it's funny. Out of all three movies, I can't watch Dunkirk again. Eh? I know you can't do it. I know you told me last week, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, I, "I, it's hard to watch." But the second time that I watched it, I enjoyed it more, and I just think it's a better film. I actually do think it's a better film, but I think it's uh, the historical accuracy is one part. Mm. One part that I think is important for it. I think as a story, it's a better story, um, and I also think that the the design of the story is like uh, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Mm. Never seen anything like it in my life. It um, is confusing though. It's confusing, but you it's about halfway through you get the gist of what's occurring. Mm. Well, anyone that's smart enough will. I'm sorry. If they're not fucking smart <laughs> enough, then you shouldn't be watching the movie. <laughs> so anyone that's smart enough, I'm just saying. Or at least, you know, like if you really have to have someone explain that movie to you mm. by the end of it, yeah, don't watch the rest of Nolan's movies. No. You don't deserve to. No. <laughs> I don't it's, want to be a savage, but I'm being a savage. It's not his best movie, though. It, uh, no, look, it's not. It's I think by, what, by far what, not his best movie. What helped that, right? There's always a, there's always a strength in every movie, right? What mm. helped that was a soundtrack. Hans Zimmer punished that. Well, I should say punished. He lifted that movie to another to another level. Yeah, but he's also Hans Zimmer, so it's just like. I, yeah, but it's just a fucking ticking clock, bro. I, it, and it, it worked. worked. The tension. <laughs> yeah. And if he didn't have that, yeah, it would it would have been like a pretty. If you had Danny Elfman scoring that, it's like it would have just been horns, bro. Yeah, <laughs> the whole movie. But you know what I mean. And then like, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> in the background, like that's all it would have been for Danny Elfman. Danny oh. Elfman should stick with Tim Burton, and that's oh it. Oh my god, just do Tim Burton movies. Oh. And that's it. But see, then you, again, going back to like Saving Private Ryan. Can you think about this? I've always thought about this. Uh, sorry to butt in. Can you imagine Danny Elfman scoring Lord of the Rings? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> it I've got my grudge with Lord of the Rings movie, too, man. Bro. What? I can't watch Lord of the Rings again either. There's what? just too many freaking flying camera shots. Peter Jackson me? loves that. Just Are you thinking of The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings? Both, man. I don't think they're that good, eh? Oh, my God. Take that shit back, bro. No. I'm Take it. Lord of the Rings shit back. Nah. Lord of the Rings is possibly the greatest trilogy of all time. Really? Yep. What other trilogies are there? It's John Wick. There's the nah, original Star Wars count. trilogy. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably one of the greatest. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. First three, great. I'd still rate Lord of the Rings better films than all three. What other trilogies have there been? So many, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there's but so they've been, many. There's, they've been good ones. I can't remember. Back to the Future. Come on. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is way better than Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah, it's true. But uh, there's just something about it, man. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, oh, right. What were you going to say? You you had something to say I'm about not saying they Saving Private Ryan. Well, I'm not saying that Lord of the Rings is crap. I'm just saying... I don't know. I think you are. There's just too many <laughs> sweeping camera shots and it's like you don't need to have that in your face. the sweeping like, camera shots, though. It is. So it annoys me. Take away the sweeping camera shots, then it'll be fine. Okay, so yeah, back to uh, Seven Private Ryan. Yeah, Seven Private Ryan. I just can't really remember the soundtrack, but all yeah. I remember, awesome performance, mm. simple story. But I don't know if it's a simple story. Oh, go in, save that guy, come back out. That's it. Yeah, right? there's a little mini stories in between, like you know Tom Hanks's background and all that. But the the set pieces in that movie, man, it's it's the most realistic war movie I've ever seen. The start is definitely period. The start of that film is definitely gonna be like its magnum opus. Man, it's I had its moment. People walked out of that movie crying. I still remember today. Yeah, it took it's them right crazy. back, man. Yeah, that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> to me, that is a cinematic achievement. See, Same as I, Mad Max. We walked out and it's like, holy shit, what yeah, did we just see? Mad Max is a, that, yeah. Yeah, that's just yeah. a, that's just a moment of yeah. like, I never knew what I was getting into and then I yeah. walked out and I'm like, A quiet spent. place, another one. Something that's groundbreaking, man. Like, yeah. not get me wrong, the technical achievement of this movie is incredible. Um, but it's behind the scenes technical achievement that's yeah, incredible yeah, about which it. Is, it's not. Which is annoying because nine times out of 10, or nine out of 10 people aren't going to notice that, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And more than that, I would say the, the 1% of the 1% are going to understand the amount of work that went yeah. into a film like that. Yeah, and that's, and what's, that's what's frustrating because if you look at it in comparison, I know they're completely different. Look at that and Revenant, right? I know yeah. I rate Revenant. Everyone says, if you don't like me, too bad. But um, <laughs> if you stand them side by side, yeah, right, Revenant wins. Yeah. Yeah. But Revenant wins pretty easily. Cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, I remember, I think I gave Revenant like a nine pretty easily. Like, yeah. I was like, it was an Look, eight I and loved, a half nine. The story was cool. It was, it was crazy. It's good, sort of like good revenge story, right? Mm. It always work, helps. Yeah. Always works. Make revenge movies. Yeah. It's like a snow western. More revenge movies, please. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I. I'm only, yeah, I'm giving 8.5 because yeah. I know the technical stuff behind it. Yeah, well, I'd give it an eight because I like finishing up the Dunkirk Fury thing. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I like Dunkirk more as a film. I think it's a better film, personally. Um, I think it's a better movie, made and structured everything. I, I, but I would I say, agree, but if we, 
but cut you're wrong. Again. No. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Yeah. Dunkirk is a better film. film. It's a better story. What's well, yeah? Yeah, it's it's more. I think. But it's, I can't yeah. watch it again. Why is that? It's long <laughs> and it's and it's slow. <laughs> it really is slow. It's a slow film. Yeah. Um, and then I want to put Fury in there, and I'm sorry. Out of all three of them, I'd watch Fury a yeah. hundred times. Yeah, easy. I uh, over, over the three. That was the pants because that fucking scene Tank with scene. John Bernthal sitting in oh, the in the room yeah. blows my oh. mind every time. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That movie had that scene. Yeah, right. Even Brad Pitt trying to stay cool and that he was fucking good. So in that. good in it. But even at the tank, the tank scene, like how. Oh man, it was good. That's a good movie. It's and a I pity think he made that stupid Suicide Squad. Yeah, sorry and then I have to say it. it's well, it's true. No, it's true, and it's a shame because like you see the the competence as a director in mm. Fury, and I know some people are like Fury's like the the fucking pop culture of no way, of, man. It's like the pop film of of uh, war movies. I don't even give a shit. Mm. I'm watching a movie, yeah, and at the end of the day, the most important thing to me is entertainment. Yeah. I'm being entertained the most with Fury. Mm. I can rewatch Fury the most. Yep. It's the most enjoyable of the three. Do I think it's the best film of the three? No. no. I think Dunkirk is the best film. Mm. But I think the best movie, the the most fun I'm going to have Fury. is Fury. Yeah. So it sits it sits perfectly 1917 sits perfectly between the three but as which- as a rating system. But I would still watch, even though I'd sit like Fury at like a seven but and see, a half. But this is where I'd, ratings. I'd watch Fury more. But this is where ratings go wrong. Well, this is where it comes into play as to. I always try and rate my film as what is a better film. Mm. So if the movie is is a, a masterpiece, a part of cinema history, it's going to go up in scale. Yeah. If it's something, you know, like a oh, look, something like Predator. You're, you're sitting oh. it, but you're sitting Predator at it's a part of movie history. Oh. It's, oh, you're, you're, <laughs> but look, it's a good movie. I, that's what I'm saying, though. As an action classic, 80s it's action. It's a fantastic yeah. film. Yeah. Is it a good film? No. No, it's not. Is it a masterpiece of cinema? Yes. yes. And they don't is make it, movies like that anymore. And is I it watched it recently. They yes. do not make. They do not make action movies like that. Big fucking guns. Big muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Masculinity pumped up like the rock. Is, the rock is like a pussy compared to them. It's testosterone. Why is that? One hundred and one. <laughs> it, it's actually frustrating because, man, even even look, the, the latest Rambo, absolutely shit house. You, but you, you really, you didn't yes. like it at all. Oh, it was it was B grade all the way through. Terrible oh. acting. Oh, is this shit? I disagree, bro. Oh man, no, I hated it. I disagree. I couldn't get through it. But you like the reason why those movies are so good. I never feel like, I never feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger is looking at me and winking. I never feel like that. But every time I see The Rock on screen, I feel like he's looking at me and winking. Going, yes. Thanks for the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or something like that. You never get that. But if you look at Batista in 2049, he's a beast, right? Yeah. Man, he can act oh, oh, better yeah, than The but Rock. He's a, yeah, he's, he's a really good actor. Yeah. That opening scene with him is like... It's probably his best acting. Yeah, but he's even ever look, done. look at him as um, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's just funny. He's just playing. He's he's playing there, bro. They need more tough action movies, man. Yeah, well, they need more cool action stars and ones that aren't all about the money. Ones that are like there because they want the testosterone hit. Yeah, they want to be there to fucking pump iron with the yeah. rest of the crew. But that's a, yeah, <laughs> and and, but the, and shoot guns. But that's, that's what the, they want to be there. For. That's the thing, like. 
uh, Stallone started again on, Exp- on Expendables. Yeah. It just, just wasn't the same. Yeah, because he was winking. The, the, I'm sick of people winking at the yeah. camera, bro. Yeah. I want them. There was something about you watch Predator. He ain't winking. He's a, he's just there to do a. He's fucking. Yeah, he's uh, on a mission. Yeah, he's that guy. He's, yeah, he's the fucking guy. Oh, fuck. it's, a, it's so frustrating. Yeah, but anyway, we've. we've I know we we went full out of place, <laughs> but okay. Let's uh, we we've done our we've done our like our yeah. roundup of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, let's bring in fuck. What's the last thing? Uh, the drop. Yeah, let's bring in the drop. Yep. Yeah, introduce the drop, Dan. Dropped. <laughs> Fuck it off. <laughs> one day, one day you'll get good at it. Oh my god. Drop it. Cinematic trailers in your viewer. You should watch out for all these movies. Drop it. Uh, what's the first one? Bloodshot. All right, the first one's Bloodshot. Okay, let's get it done. What do you Bloodshot. think, man? <laughs> yeah, it looks like fun. Vin Diesel. The first trailer was garbage shit, bro. You've you gotta rewatch you gotta watch the first trailer. You never uh, watched actually, the first trailer. Speaking of Vin Diesel. <laughs> he's not. Don't nah, 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 nah. say he is. Nah. What's that science fiction one he did in um Really? Yes, that was good. Which one though? The first one. The very pitch black? First one, yep. Pitch black's fantastic. I actually like out of all three of them. Chronicles? Yeah. I really like I, Chronicles yeah, I enjoy of Riddick. It. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the series. It's a good I, series. I wish, I wish the third one was just about him trying to survive instead of about uh, you know, oh, they meet the, yeah. the crew. Yep. Because once it gets to the crew, mm. bogged to shit. The yep. movie's fucking boring. But with the whole, like, the start, he's injecting himself with the venom. Yep. It's such a cool fucking shit mm-hmm. watching him just go, like, I just want him to be like he's in the jungle. Which is the one like, where the know, planet's on the fire desert. and you see the sun scorch the planet. That's, that's, the second one? that's Chronicles. Oh, yeah, that's a good scene. mint movie, yeah, It's man. good, man. And it's got Kurt, um, no, not Kurt, um, the guy who Carl plays Urban. Dread. Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, he's not bad. He's He's fucking good at it, man. I don't bad. care what anyone says. Oh. That movie, all the, the weird, stupid armor and the big swords and stuff. Yeah. That was big dick energy right there. Oh. Carl Urban exudes big dick energy in that movie. Wow. Like emo big dick energy. No way. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, Vin Diesel's back yeah, right. without fighting uh, with the rock yeah, again. With bloodshot and it looks... This could go either way. Yeah, I don't know, man. These... these this is saying, like, that guy, look, I don't think he's a good looking bloke, mm. but I think he has on-screen tough guy personality and that ain't... Like, I could see him playing Predator. Not if as a main character, like if, he could be playing Mac or maybe Carl Weathers. Well, he could do. He could do. Um, he could do main character, I think. But he would have to get rid of trying to be cheeky, cheeky Vin Diesel. He would have to be serious all the way through. Yeah. So every every time you see like Dom, full serious, that works. Yeah. But when you see Dom not serious, mm. and he's like, you're like. Hey, how you going, big baby? Or something, you know, like he's talking to chicks and shit. Yeah, you're just like you got to stop. Yeah, that's crap. you're not a you're not a player. No. You know, you just got to be a badass. Just be a badass. That's it. Yeah, if he can play a good badass, Gears of War, that'd be sick. If that would do be it, cool. They got to do it that properly. Would work. Though. Yeah. Well, there that was talks really of that, cool. wasn't there? Or Halo? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He could do Halo as well. He could. He's got the voice for, for Master Chief. Wow. It'd be fine. They need that. Need- the only thing is, you'd never do it because you don't see his face, and Vin Diesel loves seeing his own face. Yeah, they got yeah. They, I don't know. This and Vin Diesel lives in Vin Diesel. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. Re- I don't reckon that movie would be good. Eh? 
What, Halo? <laughs> no, no, um, Bloodshot. Nah, it won't be. No. It, it's, Even Guy Pearce, it's like, it, what are you doing on that? It man? could go both yeah. ways, but... I don't oh, but I hope it does be. well. I hope it does too. Like, yeah. it, I'd, I'll be happy if it was something like... Um, if it came out like a serious Deadpool or something, that'd be all right. Yeah. Just let it be like that. But, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, mean, I know what you mean. I'm sick of all these popcorn shit, eh? <laughs> I'm getting oh, frustrated. I'm like Deadpool, but, no, but that's Dead, just for fun. Deadpool's cool, yeah, but again, it's like if they do another one, it's just going to be the exact same. Yeah, it's just okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, Doom Eternal. We're jumping yeah, into a video um, game. Video game. I can't wait for that one. Fuck, it looks so good, bro. Yeah. The the every time they cut co- the first sound of that second trailer shotgun cock, my my, my penis just goes bloop. It twitches a little bit. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. I'm gonna be on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be on it too. Unfortunately, it's just gonna be. It's not gonna bloop anymore. It's gonna be full hard, and I'm gonna be just cocking shotguns every two seconds of the fucking game. Wow. The 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 soundtrack in it yeah. is mint. It's gonna be good. <laughs> and. But see, see, they're saying like, back okay, go back and going back to Predator again, right? Yeah. And Commando. Back then, at that time, right? Was it, is it the eighties or early nineties? It'd have been like, like mid 80s. to late eighties. Yeah. So back then, man, men were men. I'm not. We're not wearing pink shirts and shit. Well, they actually were. They were doing that a lot, but no, but you know what I mean. But There's, the big boys weren't. No, yeah, actually, no, they but, probably were as well. But yeah, <laughs> no, but it was like um. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? It was like hmm. I'm not talking about feminism and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's yeah. out of the question. Yeah, I'm not, you're I'm not talking like about that. the you're talking about the where is the real man to come in and blow shit up and shoot things down and make it pure feel action? Like it's it not there anymore. Die yeah. Hard. Look, it was a simple Bruce Willis, but it worked. Yeah, that's a good action movie because yeah, because you well well Bruce Willis. If you look at it, he doesn't even want to fucking be there. But no. It, no. But he's just like, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. That this is the thing. The it lacks the I gotta do what I gotta do factor. Yeah. It lacks the uh If it bleeds, we can kill it factor. Oh fuck, I love that line. <laughs> that movie's just so good. I just oh, yeah. like we've gone we've done the podcast. I could yeah. do another three podcasts on it yeah. and just you know yeah. uh, like just go over it and like, oh gosh. Oh, yeah. But uh it definitely we've definitely lost a lot of that. Yeah. You know, you look at Rambo number two. Mm. You look at Commando, movies like that, yeah. they're not going to happen again. Yeah, they're classic. never going to happen again. It's a shame. It's a yeah, shame. But I, I think a lot of it has to do with, and I think people don't think about this. They're, no, they're scared of the audiences. Well, that as well. But yeah. I also think that people don't think about the fact that... Actually, well, Logan had a bit of macho in it. Did, a little bit, but not... Oh, Berserker, man. He went crazy. Yeah, but even that they feels kind of puss yeah. compared to... Yeah. Like bringing out a medigun and just wiping yeah. down a whole yeah. forest. <laughs> Mac, <laughs> hey, I gotta give me some. Yeah. I gotta give me some. I gotta give me some. Uh, no, but mm, oh, it, it, fuck, it's a think, good movie, man. Oh man! But you can't stop thinking about one of the things that I I, I, I always think about is that those movies were shot at a period of time where film was only a thing. They only shot with film. They're using a lot of like really cool, interesting techniques mm. like, uh, you know, a lot of smoke and things like that. Yep. And shit like that's gone out the door because people don't think Practical. having that 80s aesthetic like that works. Fuck that shit. That works better than it's ever worked now. You know who could do it, who could pull it off? Who? Denny Villeneuve. Man. I was just about to say that, you know, as the first person I was going to say. Yep. 
hundred percent. He would do it. He would. Be, he could pull off a predator, and he could make it cool, and he wouldn't make it like fucking predators that we got. It was no. a piece of garbage. And that was written by the same dude who did the first one. How does that work? I couldn't get through that movie. I'm frustrated. Frustrated. <laughs> Need to release something. Um. Okay. Uh. What else was there? I think we've we've covered yeah, most done. of it. I was going to say there was Joe Rogan podcast. There was the Rob Downey Jr. on it. Yeah, I saw that. I got it was to, really cool. Got you got to watch it. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, Birds um, of Prey came out trailer and no, it looks like trash. Not interesting. Um, and Spencer Confidential we watched. Yeah, it looks alright. Yeah, it's another Mark Wahlberg. I'm man, trying to figure on. out who the fucking villain was yeah. in that trailer. I'm like, no, I don't know. Is it is it Post Malone? Is Post Malone the villain? Yeah, it's like that movie when he was a a steroid junkie, whatever it is. Yeah. I like Pain. That, that is a guilty pleasure film. It's fucking horrible. It's the one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. But I just want to watch him say stupid shit yeah. for like an hour and a half. Is it and worse? You know is it worse than The Room? Yes. <laughs> At really? times. No way, dude. The Room is so bad but it's that good. it that it <laughs> like it mesmerizes you with how bad it is. Like you watch it and you're like. What the fuck am I watching? Why am I watching this? You're doing a real ha- it's weird thing. It's so with bad. It's so goddamn bad. <laughs> but the but pain and gain is like such bad dialogue. That's a Bay film as well, isn't it? It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's got to start making movies, man. <laughs> Did you watch the Ryan Reynolds one? No. On Netflix? No. Oh, no. I saw that he was attached to it. I didn't watch it. Watch. No. Can I just stress you to do? No. D- just do no. this. Please. Please. Just it. this. All I'm asking. Watch the first 15 minutes, then turn it off. Did you get through that? I watched the whole movie, unfortunately. Wow. Watch the first 15 minutes. It is the most Bay shit you've ever seen in your whole fucking life. It is so Michael Bay, it makes all the Transformers movie look tame. Oh, Transformers. God. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, good this is a long podcast, man. Oh, sorry. We'll, we'll <laughs> cut it off. It's, it's all right. We're done. Just talking shit. It's good. It's gotten to that point. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we just reviewed 19 17 and probably about 10 other movies yeah. <laughs> great you've film been, you've been it's listening. a great film yeah it, yeah, yeah. it is it is it yeah. is a good movie yeah not undermining it yeah um you've been listening to spoil radio i'm reese this is dan and you have a good week respect